You're listening to The Roost Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Roost. Vlad. Hey, hey, yo. It's your boy, Vlad. It's your boy, Vlad. Didn't we have a friend of ours tell us that every single time that they said, it's your boy in a YouTube video, he immediately stopped watching? <laughs> oh, yeah, right. That was Krieg, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, dude. Like, fucking... All you have to do is just understand that anybody time anytime someone says it's your boy, it's probably not reputable. Yeah. Okay, so uh it's weird. It's just Vlad and I today. We haven't posted an episode in a while, so I figured we post an episode now. Right, Vlad? Something like that, yeah. So uh it's the start of September, start of a month of I guess memes. Wake me up when September ends. Yeah, I'll wake you up when September ends. I'll wake you up with a gun. I mean hey. what? So, uh, the permanent sleep. So, uh, basically, games that have come out in this month. Vlad, have you played anything this month? I have. The games that came out. The month has been one day long, okay? Yeah, I know. Uh, no, I haven't played anything this month. Before that, I've been playing Dota, which has been a horrible experience. Don't play MOBAs. Don't get into them. Yeah, don't play MOBAs. There's no escape. Play Heroes of the Storm. I love that game. (laughs) The only way. Yep. Sounds about right. So, okay. So, um... Basically, what have we been doing in the past month? Did I even... I didn't go to any conventions in the past month. I know Chelsea did. She can tell you all about it. Something about flooding. Oh, yeah. Somebody died. Someone else got paralyzed. Something, something, flood con. Something, something, something. Um, She'll tell you all about it when she comes on next time. Yep. Uh, Uh, New Hearthstone expansion we could talk about. That is true. The new Hearthstone expansion came out. And holy shit, Vlad, you've been playing Hearthstone. Not really. I mean, just a little bit. You've been playing my Hearthstone account. Yeah, I have. Correction. And are you having fun, Vlad? Yes, I am, actually. The, the, I feel like the game is actually fun once you have a, a collection of cards to, to actually build decks rather than the starting absolutely boring stuff. Oh, well, you know what? This is a good topic to talk about. Vlad, in collectible card games, right, where you have to build decks, yep. aren't the games usually better when you have a bigger collection to build from? Well, yeah, of course they are. Uh, but I just, the thing is, is that I don't think you want to put in the time or the effort to earn gold to buy packs. That's because the gold prices are absurd for uh, the for amount packs? that you're... Yeah. Yeah, I know. I feel like that they could just... I don't know, man. Keep and, yeah. They could... Uh, sorry, yawning, blah, 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 blah. They could alleviate bullshit really easily in Hearthstone. Yep. My, um, uh, my other issue is that, um, well, like, other than the gold things is that i just don't like spent hold on cat cat don't worry about it just never mind uh the um the other issue that i have with the game is that i just i just don't feel comfortable with microtransactions of that level well if it was you could buy the cards specifically that you wanted maybe i would feel better about it but just I hate buying packs in, like, real card games. Right. And so buying packs in a not real card game is even worse to me. So I guess I have to uh, apologize. In the background, you may hear the cat scurrying. The cat's used to people being home. I've been at work all day. The cat's been home alone all day. So now she's getting playful. It's just what she does. We're going to have to just deal with it. Um, For me, on the other hand, God, I've... Really like this new expansion. Druid is terrible to play against and terrible to deal with, and I never want to play against another Druid again. Um, I don't know, man. Like, 
the first season just ended for this new expansion, so I I like it. I like it a lot. I put a lot of money into it. I immediately regret all my decisions in life. And uh I don't know, I'm getting better as it goes. Sounds about right. Do you do you ever regret uh anything you do with like Dota and stuff like that? Like oh. like your your microtransactions that you have done? One day I will finally free myself from the shackles of that horrible game and I will unload all of my microtransaction payments on the marketplace for like 75% of whatever the next person is selling them for. And make all your money real quick. And then I will not have to buy another video game for like probably a year you know i mean you could always just jump off of a bridge then you don't have to buy anything ever again that'll that's truly the freedom vlad the Mm -hmm. freedom from your shackles is off the bridge yep definitely okay so let's let's talk away let's turn away from dota let's turn away from uh hearthstone for a little bit the other thing that came out that i was having a blast with is sonic mania i know you didn't really watch much vlad so this is going to be me doing a monologue it's all good but I swear, after this topic of new video games, I have something really cool for us to talk about. All right. So, uh, with Sonic Mania, basically rehashing of Sonic 1, 2, 3, uh, new game in the Sonic the, uh, the Hedgehog series, like original Sonic the Hedgehog series, not counting Sonic Episode 4, which I actually kind of enjoyed, but like the episodic thing was weird, and how they kind of like did an overworld thing was weird too. Cat, please move. Come on. Um, but I really like Sonic Mania. It's infuriating, <laughs> just like the original Sonic games were. Oh, Vlad, Crash Bandicoot came out. Right. Whoa! I, I, I played the original Crash Bandicoot games a lot during my childhood, so just, I, I haven't play replayed the, the, ori- the new re-release of it, but I watched a couple of things about it, and it gave me a pretty huge nostalgia trip. And a huge nostalgia boner that you tripped over for days. Something like that, yeah. Um, no, that's just normal ones. Oh, well, yeah, I know. <laughs> so, all right. So, cool thought experiment for you because I'm kind of all over the place today because I just got out of work and I want to upload something of quality. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, Vlad. How do you? So, um, let's talk about let's talk about a genre of games that you're a little bit more familiar with. Right. How do you feel about visual novels? You see. I enjoy visual novels quite a bit. I've been through a bunch of them. Most of them were like, you know, baby's first VN, so on and so forth. But still, I enjoy them. Okay. The issues, if you treat them like a game, you're going to be disappointed. It's more like... It's closer to a book. It's an interactive book. Yeah, and most of the time, there's not even a huge amount of interaction. Just kind of like... Uh, essentially a multiple stories that branch off from the same starting point mm-hmm. and uh very basic. very minor changes along the way i think i can count on like one hand the number that i'd consider to be like solid games in addition to like being the ends like uh danganronpa yeah actually the two was even more of a game than one all right so um this is the reason that i brought up visual novels like how do you feel about like dating sims 2 on like that vn level i mean okay so 
you'd really have to define what the difference between a dating sim and a visual novel is here. Oh, I, I think we're gonna I think we're gonna loop we're gonna talk about that part that overlaps. All right. You know, the one that's both. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, because I was listening to something the other day where someone was complaining about the lack of choice in video games. The lack of real choice in video games. Yeah. Right? So it's always a, you do a good thing or you do a bad thing. And most of the time, there's only just a very superficial change in outcome because or, of it. Or it bumps up or down a meter. Yeah. So I was thinking about making, if I was to ever make a game, <coughs> I'd probably make a dating simulator. All right. Like a dating, like a VN dating thing. Mm-hmm. The idea would be behind like a bully, like that got sent to like a remedial school, right? Yep. And it's essentially a dating sim. You want to fuck the hot girls or fuck the hot guys or whatever, right? But as you go through, you have certain events that characters tend to remember, right? So, mm-hmm. like, let's say someone's running for class president, right? Mm-hmm. You have the option to impress X person by tearing down the other person's poster. Yep. Or, like, defaming posters or whatever. Mm-hmm. Defacing. And, uh, yeah, defacing. Sorry. sorry. So, if you deface the posters, you know, it causes this person to lose the presidency, which affects the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. But also, now, this other person, if they ever find out it's you, which they could throughout other points of the game, may stop them from being a romance option for you. Yeah, I can see that. It's almost like a dynamic story writing part. Mm-hmm. Where you have to break up each scene and say, how is it influenced by the previous choices? So instead of having branches, you'd almost have blocks. Yeah, I can see that. And then, like, certain ones, of course, are just, it's just the triggered condition of, like, if you've done this particular event and made this choice, then it changes the dialogue to this here. Or right. Or maybe skips out the event altogether, etc. Right. It's, it's the normal, like, branching story tree thing. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that by making it, like, in this enclosed environment and having the characters' events actually affect how the characters feel about you mm-hmm. gives you a little bit more of a morality system. Yeah. Then the other part I wanted to do was, like, the... um you playing your character right like which is like the bully that gets sent away to school Mm -hmm. so if you stop doing things that are malicious people start acting weird around you because you're acting weird in general right Hmm. so like the whole idea is that like by switching off and like acting outside of yourself people see you know tell you that you seem odd you've been acting a little bit weird lately they notice that you make choices that you wouldn't normally have made so like if you if you suddenly not like extrapolating this a bit for example if you consistently are like wow fuck this one dude i'm gonna take every decision that i can to like fuck with him in the beginning right and then later you're like you know what actually he's kind of cute and i'm gonna start trying to date him people are gonna people would act like related to people would say oh blah 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 you're acting strange that way right and or like the idea is or you're just tsundere no i will maybe but what about like the fact of like you go to this school you're sent for being a bully Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden like you start doing things that aren't very like you're not doing mean things anymore Mm -hmm. you know you have a nice option and a mean option and instead of gradually making the choice of becoming nicer you just start choosing all the nice options that's out of character for your main character. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. So that shifts the gameplay completely. Because now you're acting out of personality. People think you're weird. You know? Yeah. 
Like you don't, you're not the same person that you entered the school as. Mm-hmm. Like this idea that you have an evolving gameplay and that you have to play the character. That might be interesting. And not punishing you for not playing the character, but like understand that like you're a freaking bully, yep. right? Like you're a you're an asshole kid, mm-hmm. so you're supposed to be doing asshole things. Mm-hmm. So like I see, I don't want to give away a spoiler if I ever made the game, but I'll give it away anyway. My idea was to have the kid committed to an insane asylum for choosing too many nice choices. God. The reason being is because he now has a split personality or like something that like people realize this person's not the same person. You get what I mean though? Yeah, I I gotta see that. Like people are like, Are you okay? You've been acting weird, or your character just goes insane because your character's like, Why can't I do these things that I wanna do? Mm-hmm. right so like you know you go throughout the whole game being nice to everyone not causing any problems not causing any fights not getting into conflict and then you just break yep. and you go insane and you shoot up the school or something I don't know <laughs> but like the it would be like you know you go to a boarding school etc cetera, etc cetera, you flesh out these characters and all the stuff driven by the characters are um, all based around the events and how they would normally react to an event so like if you want to if you want to fuck with the guy who's running or the girl who's running for class president and then you want to fuck her best friend, maybe her best friend will be like, "You know, as much as I want to date you, I can't date anybody that would do that to my friend." Yeah, I can see that. You know, like mm-hmm. a connection thing. Because like, you know, I I don't want to say like it's stuff that's not related, but you know, like stuff that's like a little bit spread out. So maybe like you know, if you fucked up with, uh, fucked over the class president, right? Mm-hmm. So and so, if someone else became the class president, you're trying to fuck her best friend, but then you show remorse for doing it without actually, like, trying to fuck her first. And, like, you know, by, like, <laughs> I don't know, like, becoming friends with the other person. Mm-hmm. Then it changes the outcome, right? So, like, the game's actually, like, evaluating your choices. Yeah. It's weird, right? Because it would be super hard to write, but yep. it would actually make your choices matter. Yeah, you'd have to you'd have to do a lot of basically pre-planning in how you want the events to interact with each other mm-hmm. and the the various choices therein. Well, that would make for dy- so that would make for amazing character development because you're having dynamic character development instead of linear, mm-hmm. right? So like you're fleshing out these characters, how they would react in these situations, and other stuff like that based on what's going on. Hold on one sec. I got to kick off the cat off the soundboard. But tell me more about this type of VN. Okay. So uh, from my experience, most VNs will either have a linear set of choices that you must do in order to pr- pr- to progress the game during or push it towards one particular route. Right. Um, The... Generally, most of the many of the choices I find when you get like a, a flow chart for all the game's choices and take a look at it, most of it breaks down to have you accumulated enough points to get the correct, well, to right. get the option to proceed with this route. If not, GG, well played. Try not, try being less of an idiot next time. Right. Uh, and so the result is that the gameplay in these things is usually very secondary. It's, um, it's just it's they're more red for the uh the the sex scenes. I mean the, the plot. engaging plot. The um, engaging plot. Yep. 
Um, and yeah, it's, but then again, I don't know. I'm not, a, I wouldn't call myself an expert on it. Right. Since, uh, the majority, as I've said, that I've read have been some, some pretty entry level ones. Yeah. Baby's first dating sim. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I just, I don't know, man. Like I, I always hated the fact that everything was so linear with them and how you could go so many different choices you know, like, you could do so many different things that people remember and judge you by. Mm-hmm. But in the game, you weren't rem- those choices weren't remembered or judged, and mm-hmm. half the time the reactions were almost identical anyway. Right. So, like, maybe what we need to do is, maybe it's just good storytelling, but instead of, it's like when you're playing D&D, right? There's a difference between forcing, there's a castle in the distance, right? You know, and, like, you want your party to go to the distance, but instead they get in the boat and they want to go explore. Mm-hmm. So now you have to rewrite the story completely. Or you, know? you just put the, the castle the underwater. necromancer that was living in the castle scavenging for corpses from battlefields is now a pirate necromancer who's pulling corpses out of shipwrecks underwater. Right. So the idea is, is that I feel like people are trying to force their plot too much in VNs instead of giving you this really intuitive experience i don't know like if i was to ever make a kickstarter for something like that that's how i would try to sell it now i would try to like the idea is is that the um the you have like four or five set events in the game that happen mm -hmm. that have to happen and then but how you get to each one of the events is unique on its own all right. And I feel like the setting of being like a bully or whatever sent to a remedial school is the best way to do it. Hmm. Because you have all these options of fucking with people. Yep. And causing like this tension. Yeah. One of the things I would actually recommend you take a look at are the... um. And now I, I haven't played these, so this is just like a uh, secondary recommendation. Yep. But uh, take a look at the the re- fairly recent like Telltale game series, right? I'm... And because from my understanding is that those are in general pretty decent, if not like perfect, right? They're they're pretty well done. Um, the and they might have the a little bit of that like choice and calling back to previous what? decisions that you made, sort of thing. <laughs> Do you remember Mass Effect? The promise of Mass Effect 1 and Mass Effect 2. <sighs> Why? Apparently the Walking Dead games from uh, the Walking Dead games did do that whole your choice will be remembered thing. And apparently they did it pretty well. But I don't know if they did it later on in the later games or not. Um, yeah. Like, just, uh, I don't know, man. Like, I know it's hard to write dynamic choices. Mm-hmm. And I know it's hard to do all this stuff, but why? But why if often... Dream Daddy can make it to the market, then so can you. No, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah, I I get it, I get it, and I'm laughing on the inside and outside too. Um, but like, why can't these people who make like I don't know, like let's say, uh, Infamous? Do you remember Infamous? I never actually played that series. Basically, guy with lightning did okay. good things or bad things. Mm-hmm. And based on the good things or bad things they did, they uh, they changed the, they like filled up a meter, mm-hmm. right? And it was like, after you score this many points, you're good. After you score this many points, you're evil. You get new powers for being good, new powers for being evil, stuff like that. Yep. But it's just a bar. Mm-hmm. 
Why would you want that bar? And there was no nothing special about being in the middle, mm-hmm. right? Like having no, you know, like making complex choices, right? And making answers to choices. There was nothing. I don't know. Maybe it was just less work to do it that way, to be honest. I think that's honestly one of the, the primary reasons. Most of the time when you see these like morality bars in games, it's not the morality bar that's the primary mechanic of the game. It's just kind of an extra system that was put in there, <clears throat> probably to make these menial little choices that don't actually affect the outcome of the story feel a little bit more, uh, what's the word? I don't want to say more influential, I guess. Yeah, but I don't know. Why not just make your story good and make your choices impactful? Take out the whole morality system and just make a choice that, like, makes you want to think about it and step back and say, well, if I choose this, then X thing could happen. If I choose this, then Y thing could happen. Oh, okay. And and this, this is my limited understanding on the game development industry, but a lot of the times with these sort of titles, the writers are actually brought in after a good portion of the gameplay and the systems are completed. Right. And so the result is that they're given less, uh, I guess... Freedom to do these sorts of things, and you end up with the sort of I don't want to call it half-assed, but I guess it kind of is half-assed. Well, it's not. It's not. um, Instead of being half-assed morality systems, it's just a morality system. Yep. A shitty morality system. Yep. Dude, like, think about it, right? Like, can you remember some of the biggest choices you ever had to make in gamings and how impactful they were? Uh, okay, maybe this is just my my inner like Munchkin speaking. Yeah, go for it. But I've felt more like I felt like I was making more moral decisions when I was playing like XCOM right. and got into like some shit situation where I'm like, oh god, I'm getting like flanked and I can only get one of these guys out of here and I have to decide that rather than like, okay, you you played Mass Effect one, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, spoilers. Um, there's a, but this game is ancient, whatever. It's okay. Uh, There's a point where on one of the last major planets where uh, you've got to choose between which of two party members that you're going to survive, that you're going to save. Right. And honestly, I wasn't particularly a fan of either of these two party members. They, they were fairly fleshed out characters, I guess, because like they had personalities and so on and so forth. But making that decision right there, because it was a thing that didn't result from any of my like actions as a player this Mm -hmm. is just like a it it just felt like just a dialogue choice didn't have nearly as much impact as the choosing between these two random soldiers that i don't even remember the names of in xcom what about the fact that so there is a big choice in another game that i want to play with you later that actually is impactful and it's my most impactful choice and it's from a game that came out in the past year or so what game was that resident evil all right basically they give you a choice at the uh, closer towards the end of the game you know you never get any other choices in the game you're playing the character whatever Mm -hmm. but you just get this choice in the middle of it when you're not expecting a choice Mm -hmm. and you're like what the fuck the character should choose for me it's not my place to choose but it alters the plot completely huh like utterly interesting and it gives you one of two en- well i guess when i say endings i mean like it gives you one or two paths to go mm-hmm. it goes kind of the same way but it's how your character experiences it gotcha. and it's done really well because when i had to make the choice i had to put down my controller and i had to go who the fuck am i choosing here what am i choosing here mm-hmm. 
and I think you'll make the same. Maybe because I spoiled the choice for the fact that there's a choice in it, it'll bring you like back a little bit. But I don't know, man. Resident Evil Seven is probably the game of my year. I'm gonna have you play it today. All right. Or this weekend. All right. Because we can beat it in a couple hours. I'm not even. Well, people beat it like right away, but. Yeah. Maybe I'll just have you experience it. Oh, um, another good choice, Mother Mother Three. There's some pretty good choices in there. I've never actually played any Earthbound of that Two. Game. You should play that. We have it. We have a a ROM uh, ROM cartridge of it. Gotcha. That we could play it on. Oh, I just put it into my computer too. The ROM? No, play it on an actual console. It's so much better. Really? Yeah. To play it the way it's supposed to be played on a GBA player. No, no, just play it like, just play it up here. It's amazing. All right, so um, I think that's it. I think the final choice that I'm gonna make is that I'm gonna end this episode right about now. All right. Um, I think it was a good enough time to talk. Uh, we had a lot of good talking about games and moral choices and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's time for the viewers to make a choice or the listeners to make a choice. Make the choice to like, comment, or subscribe. I'll remember that choice later. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys thank you for listening we'll be back on a better schedule soon um hopefully i'll get another episode out before monday labor day and yeah thanks guys have a good one bye bye